Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined by cool producer Joel. Hey, Mark. Hello, Joel. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, thanks. My voice was so shaky then because I was convinced I hadn't pressed record. So uh, I was just sort of checking it while also saying, and you, Hi, Mark. And you, like that, and you yeah. had. I had, oh, yeah. Well done, Joel. I pressed record as well. Look at us. Oh, Look at us. Um, Joel, I mean, this is the furthest away we've been for... A, as that's a lie. You went on holiday. Yeah. I was going to say... Distance-wise, but the furthest we've away we've spoken to each other. Furthest away we've recorded, yeah. Because I'm in Edinburgh Woo! at the comedy festival. Tell me all about yeah, it. Yeah, so you you quite, you normally come up to the Edinburgh Comedy Festival, don't you, Joel? Yeah, you've had a keen do, yeah. interest since I've been up here, texting me, asking me what it's like. Um, it's 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 really weird, Joel. <laughs> you haven't replied to any of them. <laughs> I haven't replied. This is the first time I spoke to you. Um, it's weird, mate. It's weird. Like, there's no one. Yeah. It's just sort of. I, well, someone from Edinburgh said it's just like any day, you know, Monday night in a in during the year in the summer in Edinburgh. I didn't read. Really, I don't mm. know. <laughs> Basically, not as many people about as the festival. It's weird, and the gigs are the gigs are sold out, which is good. That was that, that was is good. Very that is nice. Good. So what's going like is the is there anything on the Royal Mile? Are there posters around? Like there are very few what's, what's going hardly on? any posters. Mm-hmm. Um there's still people on the Royal Mile, but it's just you know what do you mean like the performers on the Yeah um Leafleters, performers. No leafleters. I don't know. think they're allowed this year because of COVID. Okay. Um and the perf- Even if you laminate your leaflet and Spray it before you hand it to someone. That's quite a lot of effort, that, isn't it, Joel, for someone to then go and put it in the bin straight away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, street performers, there are some, but there's there's hardly anyone watching them, Mm. which is a bit sad. Um, And then the gigs, they're really careful up here still of COVID. Like, there's masks everywhere still. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone in the gig are, are wearing masks. So that's weird. And yeah. they're quite, they're really socially distanced as well. So it's, it's you have to kind of recalibrate what you expect from the gig, if you know what I mean. Because they're, they're not all stuck together like a great comedy club with low ceilings. And yeah, yeah. You, it's like, it's a really polite kind of theatre crowd rather than a mm-hmm. raucous comedy club. Um, but all the audiences have been really nice. They've been great. I think they're really happy that stuff's 
happening again in Scotland. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Are you? Have you seen anything else? No, 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 no. I, well, I'm staying out of. Well, one, everything's sold out. Um, and the other thing is, I'm staying quite far out of Edinburgh this year, so I'm on the little kind of little seasidey little town thing called Queens Very Ferry. Nice. Heard of Queens Ferry, Joel? Uh, no, I haven't. It's what, uh, what's it famous for? <laughs> well, there's a bit of water. Yeah. And there used to be a boat, I think, that, that oh, used yeah. to take the Queen across it. Where would it take her? To Fife. Oh, lovely. Well, to North Queen's Ferry, because I'm in South Queen's Ferry. And it used to go across, apparently. Interestingly, Ooh. do you want to know some more facts about Queen's Ferry, Joe? I'm desperate to know, yeah. <laughs> there are three bridges, quite impressive-looking wow. bridges, all mm-hmm. quite close together. One of them's a train bridge. Which yeah yeah built in eighteen oh eighteen twenty saw a sign okay like that. yeah um, yeah and th- that's not the fact I was going to tell you there's t- there's two car bridges and do you want to know why there's two car bridges Joel I do one car bridge the th- the original car bridge structurally not safe okay so now it just has buses going across which are, which much safer <laughs> which I'm assuming is because big heavy buses <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> and you can walk along it, apparently. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to walk along at the same time a bus is going over No, no, there's different parts. Oh, oh okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. there's probably, if there were, I don't know, 50 cars on it at once, maybe that's an issue, but one bus is okay. Mm. Um, and I then see. they built another bridge. Lovely mm-hmm. looking newer bridge. And yeah, the third the bridge. The third bridge. And then, apparently, they've got these really cool, funky, like, metal... Um, Oh, I don't even know what you'd call them. Long poles oh, on yeah. the side to make it look funky. Mm-hmm. And apparently when it's really icy, they get covered in really hot, big, thick ice and the ice falls off into the road and they have to close the bridge. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they've had an absolute nightmare. But I think I think the train one works. They need to, who are they giving the job of bridge designing to in Queensferry? <laughs> <I know. laughs> there you go. But that's a little fun fact for you. I discovered a lovely little quaint little that town. Hmm. Nice. So yes, that's what I've been doing on the road, Joe. On the road, road. What have you been doing? Um, nothing really as exciting as that, Mark. To be honest, I've I've had a a pretty calm time after my birthday. Have you? I've just been settling into being thirty years old. Yeah. Anything new that's happened? About you know where you've been like, ah, oh, that's what being thirty is like. Yeah, I struggle to get out of bed in the morning now. Make a noise when you stand up. I do make a noise when I stand up, when oh, I sit down. That noise. Yeah. Uh, I love oh. talking about I love talking about bridges now. Me too, actually. Yeah, love bridges. Before I would have found that so boring. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I'd have been so bored talking about the bridges of Queen's Ferry. Now I can't get enough. Do you want some more facts about the bridges? Yeah. Um, I, I haven't got any. Um, I can Google it, though, if you want. I'll do that. I can hear you type it. You Googling it as well. I'm just looking at the... Uh, uh, Queen, were we talking about Queen's Ferry earlier? Population 9,350. <laughs> oh, I love that you love the office. <laughs> Mark, we can't have a podcast where people are listening to us Google a town no one's heard of in Scotland. It's stupid. Oh, um, the old Queen's Ferry crossing um, was built alongside existing fourth road bridge and fourth road bridge and carries the M90 motorway across the... Firth of fourth, does it? 
the uh, snooker player Stephen Hendry's from Queen's Ferry. There you go. Is he? Yeah. Well, that, I am impressed with that. As is a man called David Boner. David Boner? What does David yeah. Boner do? Former footballer David Boner. No, he played 40 games in his professional career. He was born in 1941. I heard he was quite hard. David Bone. <laughs> Do you want to hear my Stephen Hendry joke that never works? Yep. Um, so, well, I met Stephen Hendry. Um, he told me he used to be on a snooker TV show hosted by Jim Davidson. I said, big break. He said, no, nah, I was already famous. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, never works. Is that because Big Break is... I mean, that's that's 90s, isn't it? Like, that's really old. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that, Joel. So, anyway, this week, we've got a slightly different... I mean, people, when they've clicked on the podcast, will know that it's a slightly different episode this they week. Will, I'm in Edinburgh. Lots of stuff's going on, Joel. So, what we thought we'd do is we would do a, a bonus... 361 jokes five at a time podcast which is mm. normally exclusive to the patreon and uh, patreon listeners will also this week get another episode of 361 jokes five at a time uh, for those of you new to that podcast the concept i tell producer joel five jokes from my uh, 361 off-cut jokes and he comments on it we have a chat about the joke and then I ask Joel a probing question about his life linked mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the joke. So, are you? Shall we just show, shall we throw over to the podcast? Uh, we make it look really professional and like they're Let's two separate things, but realistically, we're just going to keep recording. Let's throw over to the podcast. Here it is. Hello and welcome to three hundred and sixty-one jokes. Five at a time. Uh, we don't ever need to chit-chat in this one, do we, Joel? We just get straight into it. Producer Joel's here, by the way. If- hey, everyone. I'm still here. I'm here. <laughs> so I'm going to throw the first joke at you, Joel. I went to a restaurant with seven Michelin stars. If I'm honest, I think it was overrated. Nice. Do you like that? Nice. I, you know what, Joel? Little peek behind the curtain. Well, it's not even, well, that's what this podcast is, I suppose. Um, uh, before, written down here, I've got. I went to re- I went to a restaurant with seven Michelin stars. I think it was overrated. And as I was saying it, I was thinking that needs that rhythm needs changing. So what did I such, mm. what did I just change it to? Because I think that's made it better. Went to a restaurant with seven Michelin stars. What did I say? <laughs> to be honest, I think it was overrated. Isn't that what you just said? To be said? honest. To be honest, was it to be honest? So to be, I think yeah, so. Yeah. So I went to a restaurant with seven Michelin stars. To be honest, I think it was overrated. Yeah, I think that sounds better. I might try that again, Joel. Okay. I mean, what do you think of that? Do you think? Do you think it's because you can't get a seven Michelin star restaurant, and that's kind of, that's the point? But do you yeah. think when I say it at the beginning, the audience is going? Huh? Do you think that, that throws the joke off at all? Do you think if they're going, they're, they're then thinking, thinking to themselves, "Well, you can't do that. There's no such thing." And then you tell them, "Maybe." I think it's okay. I quite like it. Yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah. Are there any nice. other overrated? I think Michelin stars the best thing for overrated. This because what else gets rated? TripAdvisor, you get rated on there. Yeah, but then you'd have to say it had like eleven out of ten for it to work, wouldn't you? Is it out of ten on TripAdvisor? I think so. Yeah. 
Better what about something well. like a, it make any what's sense. the famous thing that gets five stars other than sort of comedy shows? Um, or is that only with theatre and comedy and things? Yeah, I think stars? it's only theatre, films, films and albums and stuff. Did you do, say it with a film? What it got six oh, stars? You put you put you probably got to go more than six, seven probably yeah. for the you know maybe. But then they are they not sure? I think it's out of ten then. I don't point. know. But do they? But do people? And also, do people know the the, the rating system of Michelin stars? Like, do people know that you can't get seven? Because what can you get? Can you get five Michelin stars? Was it three? I think, aren't there only a few restaurants in the world that got three? I'm, right. I think in theory you could get more, but you, no one has. Here's, here's a question for you, Joel. What do you reckon? Do you think really, comedically, you should go go big or go home? Seventeen Michelin stars, and then that makes that's better, isn't it? For then it being over, really overrated, overrated. Yeah. So what number you reckon, Joe? What's your what's your? I do like seventeen. Seventeen is a good comedy number, I think. Yeah. So I went to a restaurant with seventeen Michelin stars. If I'm honest, I think it was overrated. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Right. Might retry that, Joe. So here's here's your question, Joe. Have you been to a Michelin star restaurant? Um, I don't think I have. No. You've never been to a Michelin star restaurant? No, I don't. I, don't I think do so. not believe that, Joe, because you are a foodie. Well, I don't actually know. And we went, <laughs> we we went to a restaurant the other day, which was we 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 spoke about on the podcast, I believe. Um, and that was sort of it wasn't you know proper posh. I've been to one definitely definitely one Michelin star restaurant. Um, oh yeah. It's weird because my when the, literally my gut instinct is <laughs> nice. that's not enough food. Yeah, but it's so rich that it, actually it does fill you up. And mm-hmm. I, I did, had this, what did I have? There's something I was like, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to eat this. Because you know you've got like a a limited menu in those places. And it was yeah. some sort of pork belly with, we might have spoke about this on the podcast before, I don't know, with apple sorbet. With a sorbet, with dessert yeah. on it. And I did, and it was, it was, it was a taste sensation. Absolutely delicious. I, I was talking absolute rubbish and i've been to a few of these restaurants on oh have you i think i forgot so right. the thing about michelin stars didn't they quite famously change in like the last 20 years or something so it used to be that like a f- only a few restaurants had michelin stars in the world right and then they changed the rating system so that like affordable places would also earn michelin stars i think right because there's like so you say so so you know, somewhere that's affordable could still have a brilliant chef. So do you reckon the actual quality yeah. of the food is still the same, like ratings wise? But yeah, I think so. They were only going and checking out the people that it was were super only expensive, super expensive, super fancy places. So do you reckon yeah. that's... And now, like, there's places in Tokyo, like ramen places in Tokyo that have Michelin stars and stuff. Michelin stars is a global thing. Yeah. Right. Interesting. So do you think that's made it more difficult for people, like the old, like the really expensive Michelin star places, because they're like, well, you can go to Michelin star places. I don't know. No, but they normally, but don't they normally have a, um, you know, a, a big chef's name above the door anyway? Also, like, isn't that more of a pull? What's more of a pull, going to eat uh, a Michelin star restaurant or going to eat a, a Heston Blumenthal restaurant? Probably the Heston thing, right? My, my gut instinct would be the other, actually. Because mm, with, okay. with the Heston one, that then makes you think it's more like a, a franchise, probably. As they're not franchised, but like there's probably a few, aren't there? Or, or he's probably not working there, is he? Or is he? 
No, true. I don't Whereas know. As a Michelin star, you're like, ah, oh, that's a raw. Do we know fresh... anything about restaurants? <laughs> no, but I'm, 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 you're googling away, so I'm I'm happy to learn. Um, and do do chefs get Michelin stars, or do the restaurant get Michelin stars? Oh, I, I don't know. I think it depends. If you know, tweet in. Let us know. Let us know. Jokes with Mark. Um, lovely stuff. Good start there, Joel. Um, are you ready for the next joke, Joel? I'm ready. I'm having trouble paying for my double glazing, so I asked them for an extension. They said not to. You paid for your windows. <laughs> I've always liked that joke. I had it a long time. Yeah. It's never been consistent. Never been consistent enough to put in mm. the set. Now, shall we try and work out why that is, Joel? Yes. Okay, over to you. (laughs) (laughs) So is it... I mean, I'm under the impression, I believe, that the places that do extensions also sell windows. Am I making a mistake there? Like, if if someone's selling... No, because if you've got an extension, it would have windows in it. Correct. (laughs) But if a double glazing salesman came over... Would he sell mm. you an extension? Could he ex- sell you an extension? Maybe. No, I don't. I don't know. You don't know. So, do you think that might be an issue? It could be an issue. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. Because then that just throws the whole thing out. Um, they also they said not until you've paid for your windows. It's quite a long set. It's quite a long punch. I thing. got, I got a bloke round to convert my loft. While he was there, I said, "Could I have an extension?" He said, "Not until you've." No, paid for the loft. No, you need because it has to be. Have, I'm having trouble paying for something to want an extension on. Well, okay, I'm having trouble paying for my loft conversion. They would your loft conversion guys. They're always going to do an extension. Aren't they? Thought, it is an extension. Oh I right. no, I I think Windows is more likely than a loft <laughs> conversion company to do an extension because loft conversion. That's just they're just taking what's there and just sticking stuff in and sorting it out, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> are you Googling this first, Joel? No. Are oh, you not fact-checking the windows and the... No, extension? I'm not fact-checking. I, I don't even know what I'd start to Google. Go- okay, let's do it live. Google windows, double, gla- double glazing. Is that the double glazing windows and extensions? And if there's one company covers both, that's not the reason the joke doesn't work. I think maybe the punchline is too long. They said you've got to pay not until you've paid for your windows. It's, it's, it's long, isn't it? Um, There's loads, mate. Everest, they look like they're only doing Everest, windows and doors. We, Everest only do windows and doors. Looks like it, yeah. Everest don't Sorry, do mate. extensions. Who does extensions then? Who puts the windows in extensions? Build, building, build, or a building company would do it all, wouldn't it? So should I talk? Building company don't do <laughs> windows, do they? I think we've found yeah, Of course the they do. Do they? Yeah. But then when they bring... You would only get a window company if you were replacing your existing windows. If someone was building you a house, they would also put the but windows in. would they in. not go to the building com- the windows no. people to... No, of course not. So can I change that to a building company? Yeah, I guess but so. But a building company wouldn't have... I wouldn't be paying them for my double glazer, would I? I'd have paid them no, for my wouldn't. house. Yeah. I mean, we're going deep into this joke. But <laughs> let us know what you think. At Jokes with Mark. Uh, tweet in or Instagram or whatever. Um, that's probably it. I don't know why in my head I got that they all were the same. But there's no other way of, unless, unless it's, what? Does that, no, if it was a bank, go talking to the bank about the loan. Mm. So, so I, I got a loan from the bank for my double glazing. I said, I went in there, I said, I'm having trouble paying. Can I get an extension? 
They said not until you paid for the windows. But they wouldn't be yeah. the ones that made that decision. But then, but then, I, are they thinking I'm asking? Yeah, they were. Are they thinking I'm asking for another loan for an extension? Yeah, maybe. So do you think that solved the problem? I think that might have solved the problem. And you can You can. Can you get an extension on a loan in a bank? Yeah, of course. You can. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that's worth trying. Then again, isn't it? Problem solved. Bit yeah, of fun. We did Bit it. Of fun. Yeah. Okay. Your question, Joel. <laughs> what is your question? Your question. Oh, God, um, oh, I mean, what do I ask you? Have you ever worked for a Windows company? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I did a I did a little sort of corporate. I used to sell computers. Is that true? Or are you making a joke? No, I did. Oh, did you? But that is also a you know because they had Windows on them. Yeah. Oh, well done. That's a good link, Joel. Um, Thanks, Mark. What's uh, what what? Where was that? PC World. I worked in the I worked in the big curries in. Oh, did you? Rochester. Yeah. How was that? Any, it's pretty how, good, mate. How was that customer service wise? Because Rochester's an interesting place. Uh, Actually, yeah, it was interesting. Someone, someone, I had. There's quite a lot of theft, and I had. Um, you know, people would do stuff like come in and buy a washing machine in pound coins. What? <laughs> yeah. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, they would. Like a shoebox of pound coins. A, a, then, shoebo- so a, a someone- shoebox of pound coins will not pay for a washing machine, Joe. <laughs> uh, so someone would come in. Yeah, yeah there might have been two shoeboxes. They might have big feet. Someone would come in and <laughs> buy a washing machine with exactly the right number of pound coins for that washing machine. And your manager would stand over your shoulder and make sure that you still offered them the extended warranty <laughs> for like 150 quid. Like they were going to produce a different shoebox that was their extended warranty shoebox. <laughs> and you'd have to count out all the pound coins. It's so funny. What? How yeah. much is a washing machine, Joe? Or back in a- anywhere between 220 and 700 quid, aren't they? You know, they're depends on the sort of machine you want. I, whether um, you're going is... Zanussi or Smeg. You know what? I'd love to just be known as the guy that pays for everything in pound coins in pound out coins. of his shoebox. Just, um, just, just everything. <laughs> the same shoebox. Everything. Well, I imagine what it was is like they, whenever they had a quid, they yeah squirreled it away and then they used it for big purchases. But it's quite funny, isn't it, to do? And I tell you what also would happen a lot because it was quite near my school. Quite often teachers would come in, my teachers, and like buy a freezer off me. Right. Which was a really weird dynamic. <laughs> you know when you see your teachers out in the wild, it's quite weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's even weirder if you're trying to sell them a toaster. <laughs> and they're like asking you about the toaster. And they're your history teacher. Because it was when I, I had the job when I was in sixth form. And my, I don't know if I should, my head of sixth form came in once, right? Yeah. And he bought a chest freezer. Yeah. And I just knocked 40 quid off the price of the chest freezer. I did you? Cause you, and it, let me tell you, I never got, I didn't get in trouble for being late for the next two years. <laughs> good grades as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'd like oh, to think that was good, just down to my own, my own brain. That's good business. Sense. That is good. Bu- yeah, of course. I did it all the time. If any, if like, if it was people I knew or, you know, people in positions of authority over me, just do a little discount. Do a little discount. Just pretend there was a big dent in it or something. And you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well done, Joe. I used to give uh, large popcorn to people when they just had ordered a small. Oh, that's friends nice. of mine. I think popcorn's got gotten smaller, or I've gotten bigger. Think, Not the actual size say, of the corn. Yeah. That's that's pretty consistent. <laughs> yeah. um, but the boxes. When I went to the cinema recently and got a large popcorn, it just felt I don't know. Well, large, I feel, is still large, but everything else is very small because they want you to get the mm. large. Want you to get the large, yeah. 
Wow. There we go. Okay. Oh, good one. Good. And call. I also think a real problem is that now because of COVID, they put that little hat on it, don't they? I've never haven't seen but, that. They don't do that in Sydney World. Oh, well, in view, they put a little hat on it. So it's like a sealed... Maybe that isn't because of COVID. Maybe it's just because they don't want people throwing popcorn everywhere. Yeah. Um, but the problem there is that normally you get like a piled high popcorn yeah, now it's a level. that goes above above the level. But now it's a fl- it's flush to the box, which is a shame. Motherfuckers. <laughs> they are, they're motherfuckers. <laughs> and the Tango Ice Blast machine never works. Oh, and Tango Ice Blasts are amazing. And they're sugar free, which is great. Did you know that? I don't understand. I don't it. know how they do that. There's something in it. There's something dodgy in it. But yeah, there's stuff in it that's way worse for you than sugar. Surely. But Silly World have uh, gone to this other company. It's rubbish. So I don't have any of those. No. Yeah. Anyway, next joke. I'm moving house because of a massive drug problem in the area. No one's selling any. That's good. Did you like that. Yeah. I don't ever remember even trying that, Joel. I think it's a good joke. I'm moving house. I'm moving house, or I've just moved house, and it is that. So, is it better to go? Oh, I'm really worried. I've moved house, and I've just discovered there's a drug problem in the area. No one's selling any. Is no one? What's funnier? No one's buying any, or no one's selling any. No one's, isn't it selling because I'm on the lookout for for some? Yeah, but if you're if you if no one's buying it, then you're trying oh, to I'm sell it. Which I think drug dealer. Yeah, isn't that funnier? I'm moving house. So uh, I've just moved house and there's a, it's really, really worrying. There's a big drug problem in the area. Yeah. No one's buying them. No one's buying. No one's, how, yeah. do, how do you make, no one's buying any? Yeah, does no one wants actually, to buy them. No one wants to buy any. Does that 100% sell that I'm selling them? Or it ca- would to me, I think. Because it also could mean no one's buying any. Just generally. Yeah, and yeah but, that would, to be. but that'd be a weird thing. How would you know that? I, I don't know. But I'd, you'd want to work out exactly t- just so that you could. They hundred. There's no questioning yeah. who's who's doing what. But yeah, I think that is funny if I'm selling them. No one's buying them off me. That sounds clunky. Yeah. Um. I can't sell any. I can't sell any. There's yeah. A big drug problem in the area. Yeah. I can't sell any. Oh, but you can't sell any. Could mean there's a rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know who to sell them to. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. There's something there. Any ideas? Yeah. Let us know. At Jokes with Mark. Um, drug problem in the area. He used to live in Rochester. How was was that a bit of a <laughs> bit of a druggy area? Was it, um, was it all right? I think it was like it was broadly fine. Yeah. Where, where yeah. have you ever? Ex- I, I know. In previously, I, we, I've asked you about drugs. So mm. just to try and change it a little bit. Have you ever been in like a lived in a Drug like ever a crack den? Crack, ever, ever lived in a crack den, Joe? No, no. Never lived in a crack den. Never lived in a crack den. No, I've not really. No, I haven't really lived with anyone. I don't know. I haven't really got any exciting drug stories that I'm willing to tell. U- university? Any any drugs? Up the, I don't know about drugs. No, I can tell. Uh, not not really. I I think I've told all of my drug stuff on this podcast in previous episodes. I've got, I've got some old drug, drug jokes. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Um, um, I, I asked my girlfriend how she manages to stay out clubbing till the early hours. She said, with ease. Good. That's very old. Doesn't really work. It's okay if, if something in dr- druggy comes up in a gig. Mm. And what was the other one? that I, I actually 
actually got working after saying it on the podcast before. Um, um, oh, some drugs are class, eh? That, that works. Yeah, that's good. Um, cracking stuff. All right, next one. Two to go. I got drunk and fell asleep when making pottery. When I woke up, my head was spinning. <laughs> that got a nice little smile and an exhale through the nose. That's that's not a, that's, that's not a bad response, Joel. I like it. Um, I think technically, if you're really going to look deep into it, um, so the drunk bit and just the head spinning that all works both sides of the joke. But the trouble with the head spinning. If you actually fell asleep and your head was on, I got drunk and fell asleep whilst making pottery. So that if you put, if your head wouldn't be spinning if it was on a wheel on a pottery wheel, would it? Because you're not going to be going around the room. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No. So your your head would probably just be bobbing up and down off of these things that were spinning. Yeah. Does that make a difference? Do you think if your head isn't actually um, spinning, like when? when no, I your, don't think so. I don't think people would. Go on. Uh, if you fell asleep on a roundabout, or but you, your whole body would be spinning. I mean, your head can't yeah. really. No, your head can't really spin of its own. I got, I got drunk. Oh no, that doesn't work. I tell you, I tell you what I was going to say. I got while I was breakdancing. I got drunk while I was breakdancing. No, I got drunk. I'd have to be drunk to do breakdancing. I, I got drunk whilst doing owl impressions. <coughs> but if, then that doesn't make sense with the wake up bit because you, God, my head was spinning. No. Oh, maybe yeah. that's or when I had a terrible hangover. God, don't you hate it when you have a terrible hangover and you're doing owl impressions? Oh, I have the other day. My head was spinning. Does that work? That is, uh, it it does. I mean, it's mad. Hang on, hang on. When you have a hangover, your head isn't spinning. No, it's when you're drunk. It's when you're drunk. Whenever I get so drunk, I do up. owl impressions. It's when you it's when you drink and then you lie down. Yeah. Yeah. Your head's spinning. Mm. Oh, I, ha- I don't even like thinking about that. Oh, it's, it's the worst. That really is such horrible. a horrible yeah, sensation, isn't it? So, oh. so, so hang on. So, so let's get. Hang on. Hang on. Let's get this going. So, could you? I got drunk and laid down on a. That doesn't work. Laid down on the pottery wheel. That just. I, I don't think the pot, pottery thing works at all with that now. Um. Because the sleep thing was why you'd have your head on it. I think that's why I went for sleep. Um, so, owl impressions, is that the only? I think so. Or what about the exorcist? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I went on a date. I went on a date and got the. Ex- oh, you must get the exorcist drunk, and it was a little girl. She don't go on a date with a little girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, what's the ex? I do the exorcist impressions or our impressions. Owl impression. And also, your head can't spin. No, that's there's, very there's, true, There's Mark. a real problem with it at the at the base, mm. literally. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. So, have you ever made pottery, Joel? <laughs> so something that's yeah, quite, I think it's I have. quite a trendy thing now. We had, a, we had a kiln at our school, did you? I don't remember a kiln. Mm. Is that like a pottery wheel? So, no, a kiln is the place you put the, pot, the clay to cook oh. it. Oh, we did have one of those. Mm-hmm. Why were there kilns at schools? To make pottery. Seems dangerous, doesn't it? To make pottery, Joel. Yeah, I know, but it just seems dangerous to have... Like, kids are so stupid, you would I think... Mean, Bunsen burners. Has a kid ever been were... cooked in a kiln? <laughs> Bunsen burners, I know. Mad. Uh, have you just said the sentence, has a kid ever been cooked in a kiln? <laughs> what is wrong with you, Joel? Pick it up a bit. In school. Why, um, why, why, why... Hey, the, one of the worst things I ever did at school is around this subject. Um, it was open evening... Have I told this story before? No. It was open evening and I was um, being a real geek. I was showing parents, prospective parents and their kid around the school. I was probably like year nine, ten. Did you ever do this? I can't remember. So you have an open evening. The parents come with their kid and they're like, you go show them around. You show them. And at each department, there's something fun going on. You know, like you go to the languages department and the teacher's dressed up in a beret and he's... Mm pretending that he actually enjoys teaching the subject um, and all the other departments sort of stuff. And you go to science and I actually, they were talking about this on a podcast I listened to the other day, the socially distant sports bar, where on open evening you go to the science department and it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Like they're doing crazy experiments in there. It's like yeah. they make it seem so magical. And then when you actually join the school, Just all you do is draw pictures. Of butts. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so my mate was there in charge of, a, of an experiment and I was showing these parents round or whatever and it's quite boring it was probably towards the end of the tour uh and i just picked up what i thought was a little spray of water and just sprayed it at my mate's face oh no what was it and it was like acid yeah (laughs) and he just started screaming (laughs) oh no and then just jumped into a kiln the teacher, yeah, and the teacher came running across the classroom and grabbed him by the back of the head and, and put him under a sink. Smashed his egg on the floor. Yeah, and just like rinsed his face off. Oh. He was he was totally fine, absolutely fine, and we're still best mates now. <laughs> anyway, obviously, I thought I was going to get expelled from school because that's a, oh, yes, yeah. a serious thing to do, right? Um, but luckily, but you sold him a fridge freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she, but because um, he, he was my best mate, we concocted this outrageous story about me leaning on a pipette while he was tying his shoelaces. <laughs> it, all in that moment of her running over. 
Well, no, because the, the investigation happened days afterwards, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got a detention where I had to go in on a Saturday to pick up litter around the school. Oh. Which I thought was pr- pretty light. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I just think it's such a funny thing to happen on an open evening. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine <laughs> if you're the parents, parents and there's just someone screaming and a teacher's just grabbing them by the back <laughs> of their head. I bet not a single parent in that yeah, room that, t- sent their kid to that yeah, school. Yeah, it's weird there's no yeah. one in the year below you. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, good answer. Okay, last one, Joel. I told my mate I got mugged in London and reported it. He said, met police. I said, no, nah, I just spoke to him on the phone. That's great. Oh, do you like that? Yeah. Um, do you, I don't know whether that's too London-centric, do you think? for gigs? Oh, or... everyone knows who the met police are. Yeah. I told my mate I got mugged in London and reported it. He said, met police. I said, no, nah, I just spoke to him on the phone. But I, I, don't, I feel like the punchline could maybe could be sharpened up a bit. But uh, anyway, let's. Uh, ever been arrested? No. Ever been close to being arrested? Other than like disfiguring a, <laughs> a your best friend? I don't think I have. No, I don't. I've ever been close. Ever to being been pulled over, breathalysed? No, I have. I told. I must have told the story before about police. I had someone else's ID on me once, and I thought the police were going to arrest me then. When? When did they? When? Why did you have to see? I went. I went on like a protest march and police, I don't even know why they were doing this or if they were allowed to be doing this. They were stopping people and checking their IDs, I guess for troublemakers or whatever. Yeah. And at the time I was 16, I used a 16, 17, I used a guy in the year above's ID because I looked exactly the same as him. Oh. Um, and it was just in my wallet and they took it out and I was just too scared to say anything. And so they registered him as the guy that was there. And I thought, I spent the entire time thinking if they look at a single other thing in my wallet, yeah. <laughs> It'll be quite confusing. And I was really nervous, but no. So, you know, I could have got, I could have done whatever I wanted that day and it would have just been, it would have been all down to him. Wow. There you go. I got got pulled over by the police a couple of times. Only ever when I had a Peugeot 206. Interesting. Yeah, I've never been pulled over. The criminal's car. Must be the criminal's car. I mean, one time I was driving up one way, but the wrong way. Like I was, like I was coming. I came, That's not the two hundred sixes fault. I could, not really. I came out of a gig in where was I in Rye, and I was just I didn't know where I was going, and then I was really confused, and I just sort of went up this little road, and it was a one way. I didn't know that until just as I was driving, and I was thinking, oh, I hope nothing comes, and then it, the one car that comes down was a police car. What's the chances of that? And uh, they thought I was drunk, but I wasn't. I don't, don't drink. Just the idiot. Yeah. Just an idiot. <laughs> um, and I got pulled over once before. I got pulled over for speeding. But I, I don't mm. think I was going really fast. It was in Canterbury. And the police van had to go really fast to sort of catch up with me and, and overtake <laughs> this other car, which was way mm. more dangerous than what I was doing. And this mm. woman absolutely read me the riot act. Wow. Like... But it wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't boy racing. I wasn't like. Yeah, yeah. It was probably thirty-seven in a thirty, maybe mm. in the. At, I think about quarter past eleven at night, and she just. I think she was in. She's been trained, but and she was sort of. Her boss was telling her to do that because she she made me feel yeah like a very small Joel. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, um, but you know, learnt my lesson, didn't I? Mm. Learnt my lesson. So get a new car. Get a new car. 
faster <laughs> one. <laughs> um, so Joel, that is the end. That's last. That's, that was the last joke. That was the end of 365 jokes, five at a time. Three, 361 jokes, Mark. What did I say? Oh, 360, I oh, I haven't made that mistake for ages. I used to say that all the time because of 365 days in a year, I think. Yeah. That was 361 jokes, five at a time. Three hundred sixty-one jokes, five at a time. <laughs> Hashtag awuga. Oh, that was great. Mark and I love. I love. I love listening back to that. Just then, me and Mark sat in silence as we listened to the old <laughs> recording of that episode. <laughs> Um, that was the end. That's the end, Joel. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back to the normal, regular podcast with guests next week. Um, if you enjoyed 361 jokes five at a time, you can access more if you go over to patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark, where there is a brand new one this week as well. So go and check that out now. Um, is there anything else to talk about? Uh, my show at Leicester Square Theatre is uh coming soon it's getting two months away now october 23rd so if you'd like to come and see that i'd love to see you there uh tickets available on the Leicester square theater website or uh in my links in my bio in all of my social media at jokes with mark um anything more from you joel nothing more from me mark anything more from you for me joel everybody 